My name is Tom, and you are listening to Revolution Comes to the Podcast. So before I begin today, um, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know, but just in case, I'd like to mention that I have released the Playing the Game section of Revolution Comes to the Kingdom as a free PDF. I mean, well, it's... uh, Technically, it's pay what you want, but I'm realistic. It's free. Uh, so you can find it on the Porcupine Publishing pages on DriveThruRPG or itch.io. I mean, or you can just, I don't know, message me and ask for a PDF if you really need me to do that. I'm sure that's fine. I can email you something. But yeah, you can just find it there and have a download. So if you haven't um, seen what it's like before, you can you can check it out. I mean, really, yeah, it's enough in there to get started on a game. It doesn't have bits and bobs of setting or the GM's toolkit. Those are the parts that Patreon patrons get to see. Um, but yeah, plenty to be going on with, and you'll get a good look at the aesthetic of the game as well, which is sort of uh, mid twentieth century historical photographs meets uh, a man with some reasonably high level uh, layout software having a breakdown. Okay, on to today's topic, which is Troika, uh, the role-playing game created by Daniel Sell, based on Advanced Fighting Fantasy. And uh, so there's two main ways in which Troika uh, can be found in Revolution Comes to the Kingdom. The setting and tenor absolutely is not it. Actually, that's not entirely true, is it? Because it's a sort of weird fantasy game, and the catacombs are a bit weird fantasy and that kind of weird, weird in the genre sense so there is that but generally speaking there's not too much of it there however the decision to uh, use skill and strength as the stats well skill and stamina I think it is uh, originally in Finding Fantasy but uh, yeah I think it, although obviously I was aware of the origins Advanced Finding Fantasy having been the first role playing game I ever played I think it was seeing it done again in Troika that made me think, oh yeah, that's a, that could work, that's a good idea. Because, I mean, at first it, it might seem that having only two stats, core attributes, isn't enough. But actually, I think in, in combination with uh, the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay style, yes or no skills that RCTK has, and um, the kind of narrative permissions that you have from your background, you know, if you're a, a pig farmer, you'll know, you'll, you will know and have the right to test your skill or strength in certain situations uh, that, say, a non-pig farmer might not. Uh, I think it all, well, in fact, I know in practice it works out rather well. Um, but uh, the, the really, really the thing that uh, I totally lifted from Troika and which is particularly good is its initiative system. Now Troika uses tokens whereas I use playing cards in RCTK. Uh, no particular reason for the cards you, you could use uh, you could use tokens if you wanted although I wanted all the components in RCTK to be easy to get hold of and I think cards well I mean yeah, 
I guess you could use coins or something if you wanted, but cards are easy to get and I think they also sort of fit the um, 20th century paramilitary milieu as well. You know, cards are something that soldiers and um, people tend to have around anyway. So I think that that is uh, it's a bit of an atmosphere thing. And two, if you haven't seen either game, to explain how it works, basically each PC has two tokens in the bag. The notional bag or a little deck that you make up when you start an action scene encounter in RCTK. Um, NPCs have a, a varying amount, uh, different in each of the two games. I'll talk a bit more about RCTK and how that works in a minute. And uh, then there's an end of round token as well, which is the, just simply the joker in RCTK. And uh, it's an interesting system. So, you know, you, you pull out your token, you get to act. The NPCs, you know, your enemies, whatever, they only get one. They, any of them can act when the, the bad, bad guy token comes out of the bag. Uh, but in general, they have fewer actions. So, although, you know, if there were five characters, one of them could do loads of actions while the other stood still. Uh, which is, compared to a single PC, is quote-unquote unfair. In practice, it works out fine because there's, there's almost always more PCs than NPCs, and if there aren't, I mean, that's a thing you should have paid attention to anyway. And then, of course, there's the, the end-of-round thing where, you know, if you pull that token out, everyone's tokens go back into the bag, everyone's cards go, go back into the deck. And so that raises the possibility that you might get to do two things, you might get to do no things before someone else acts. I've seen this criticised as being a little bit frustrating sometimes in Troika, and I do remember one or two players in Troika games I've played getting a bit frustrated sometimes by it, if they had a few goes around where they didn't really get to do anything in an action scene. But it tends to it tends to level out, and I think in a, a more whimsical um self-admittedly chaotic style game like Troika, that's fine. And it also works well in RCTK because we're not really using it for, well, we are using it for fighting scenes and so on, but we're also using it for sneaking around scenes and it's, or scenes of caution as well as action. You know, you, you put a card, you get to try and see if someone is over there in the bushes. Um, you can also put your card back in the deck if you don't know what to do right now, and you can put it anywhere. You could put it as high or low in the action deck as you like, and that serves a purpose. One of the reasons I chose it was because it's a, a quite a visceral system. I mean, you, you know, you you are able to judge the likelihood of going first, getting a chance to act in a sort of intuitive way more than you are by sort of guesstimating initiative scores for different characters. But yeah, you can sort of choose how long you're going to try and hold that action, and maybe the Joker's going to come out, maybe you, your waiting will be ruined, but on the other hand, maybe you want to let those guards try and see you because you're confident that your hiding place is far enough away, and, and wait for them to lose, to use their actions up, and then, and then swoop or dash past whatever it does work particularly well for stealth because of that reason that wondering should i make a break for it now 
or should I wait until the situation is really in hand or trying to wait until a friend is in position and yeah generally it is a good system for, it, it feels very exciting in practice and I feel like I can say that because I didn't invent it um, it has this incredible tension even when you're doing quite simple things like you know trying to creep across one warehouse past one guard uh, the the nature of the cards makes you hyper aware that you know bad news is in there in the deck for you in a way that rolling a d20 maybe doesn't because then that's the luck of the dice everything could go your way everything could go against you whereas with the combination of the card deck and having the joker inside you you have a certain fixed amount of good and bad luck so to speak good and bad opportunity but you also have that reset option so it's not guaranteed that things are going to balance out as they're they're done speaking of balance though one of the things that rctk does that troika doesn't do is change the way that the npc or faction initiative actions get assigned rather a trigger does i think i think it, certain monsters have more initiative counters than others but in rctk it's basically uh, one one card per character and then this is for your enemy by the way and then one for every level of hold that is control that that character's faction has over the place you're in so in other words if you're in the heavily patrolled market town, then a group of uh, four guards will have four cards for themselves. And then let's say uh, two or three, maybe even four for the whole group. And uh, that means you don't get too much of a death spiral in the initiative as characters get knocked out. Although I'm, I'm looking at uh, slightly re... I'm, I'm going to test a bit more at the moment basically when a character gets knocked out their initiative card goes with them uh, for that side. I'm thinking of changing that but I'm going to play a few more times because I can't decide if it was was it a death spiral effect where you know the once you start losing you lose, in, you lose actions and therefore you keep losing or was it just that the players at the, on those occasions where I've noticed this happen were, were making making good choices so that's something to look into but uh, that I think is is the only real difference from from Troika's system and that is hooked into just the way it, the setting is different so Troika is a setting that is made up out of its characters whereas RCTK is a a game where characters are very much affected by their setting. In fact, when you draw the Joker, you are supposed to uh, roll a couple of dice, and if you get doubles, uh, then you will uh, roll a new encounter on the encounter table, the ground encounter table, for wherever your action scene is taking place as some new factor arrives on the scene. Uh, partly that's to emulate things like Far Cry, and um, partly to re-emphasize this idea of being in of action taking place in a sort of a fixed location it's similar to like how the, the fun was in the old XCOM games of where you would uh, spoiler alert by the way later on sometimes the aliens would show up in your base the base you'd spent the whole game building so you were very familiar with this place and then now 
the decisions you'd made earlier, this exist or the facts that existed in the world were affecting this this fight you were in. And similarly, uh, the facts of the world, like whether you chose to take the wilderness route um, and sneak into uh, a place from the forest, or whether you decided to come at the main road, that's going to change the part of the encounter table you're rolling on, and therefore that's going to affect what happens to you if if this thing comes up, which is of course only a one in six chance, but you know that's often enough if, if uh, things are not resolved quickly. Um, the only real issue I have with that bit of the system actually is that uh, it's easy to forget to do the if you're the GM to do the roll when the end of turn card comes out because it's such a a loaded thing. Everyone goes, oh no, end of turn, etc. So uh, what I've taken to doing is writing the word doubles and then question mark on the joker card so that when I pull it, it reminds me to do that quick roll. Um, and I, also, I made it doubles so that it wasn't, uh, you know, I could have said on a roll of a one or on a roll of a six, but I didn't want to have any particular uh, good or bad meaning associated with whether it happens. So you can have the same probability uh, but assign it to something relatively neutral because all six of the numbers on 2d6 sorry on a d on 1d6 uh, can match the other one that you wrong uh, maybe that's it that's too mathsy for talking about trying but uh, yeah and actually it occurs to me you could very easily start doing you could make up a bunch of backgrounds like Troika has for rctk little paragraph um, skills, some equipment choices, uh, and that would be a pretty good way to, if you wanted to have a more defined uh, setting for maybe a one-shot or something where you don't want to spend too much time building the world and you want people to drop in and just choose, you know, I'm going to be this person or that person, like the local school mom or the, you know, the, uh, the embittered resistance fighter or, or what have you. That would be a thing you could write those little backgrounds, give them their packages straight away. Um, hmm, yeah, maybe I should do that. Or maybe the massive fan base should do that. Something to think about anyway. So that's Troika. Um, you should get it if you haven't uh, got it already. Personally, I have some slight issues with the uh, the layout of Troika. The, the margin selections uh, are not... It's not what I would have done, let's put it that way. But it's uh, otherwise a nice... Uh, game that takes simple principles and applies them to do you know exactly what it, it wants to do so um yeah check it out i think that's it from me for now uh, just a quick reminder you can get the playing the game pdf for as much or as little money as you want from drive through rpg and itch.io right now so uh, go ahead and do that. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.